Welcome to Mad Soul Podcast. You guys, I am so, so excited that you are here and I hope that you guys feel welcomed and invited into our growing community of passionate and encouraging people. We are beginning a new series called Mad Quarantine and I asked my Instagram followers some of the things that you guys struggle with and how you are learning and growing through those difficulties during quarantine. I brought on some amazing guests with phenomenal insight and wisdom on these topics, and I can't wait for you guys to hear their hearts. I hope this series brings meaning and purpose as we walk through this crazy little thing called life. Today on the podcast, we have one of my favorite humans on the entire planet. She's been an incredible mentor and friend to me. She's a wife, a pastor, and a Trader Joe's enthusiast. She has impeccable taste in all things fashion, home decor, and makes the best chai latte I have ever had. She's kind and witty, and to know her is to love her. Please welcome to the podcast, Kendra Keys. Hi, Kendra. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to see what you do with your podcast. <laughs> well, I'm so, so happy. You were one of the very first people who I knew for sure had to be on the podcast. So thanks Aww. for making it happen for me. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Kendra, for our listeners, would you go ahead and just uh, share with us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Kendra, which we've already established, um, but <laughs> I am married to an amazing man, Sterling Key. And uh, this summer will be seven years of marriage, which is crazy. Um, Yeah, unbelievable. So we love our life. We love, um, we love, let's see, we love Netflix binge watching. We love um, hiking and being outside. Uh, We both serve um, at our church. We're both on staff at our church. And so he and I both get to work with the youth. He's the youth pastor. And I work and I do the communications for our church. So that's awesome. We both love what we do. um, And we love hanging out. We love food. We love any good eats. So, you know, people send in your recommendations because... We love food. So, yeah. And just this last year, we started um, an Airbnb in Conway, New Hampshire. So that's been a fun new adventure for us, too. Yes, that Airbnb is so very cute and dainty. And I will have to leave a little link in the in the description for people to go and check that out to all of my East Coast listeners. So um, that's definitely been a cool venture for you guys, huh? Oh my gosh, it's been amazing. We've we've learned a lot, um, and there's so much more I'm sure we will learn. But it's been super exciting and super fun just to get to kind of have a a little business and a side project and get to provide a place for people to come and just experience life together and make memories. So it's been really beautiful to kind of go through the process. That's awesome. So, um, Kendra, during this mad quarantine series that we're going through, I just wanted to kind of ask you what I've been asking um, a lot of the different guests, and that is, what is one important lesson that you've learned slash are currently learning during this quarantine time? Great question. I feel like it's a loaded question for me. It is. (laughs) But um, 
I mean, a lot. I, I think it would be a missed opportunity if we don't all reflect on what this means for us as, as people, as families, uh, whatever that looks like. But I mean, I think when it all first started, it was, um, you know, kind of this shock, you know? And so for me personally, being a communications director, of course, there was so much that I had to do for work and just communicating, you know, to our people, like what the plan was, what was happening. Um, and so that was really crazy. So the first couple weeks of this was insane. Um, just on my laptop, literally from like 9am to 11pm. Yes. <laughs> but um, So that was just kind of a weird way to enter into this season. But now it definitely has become a lot more kind of this slower pace. You know, I'm still working and I'm working from home. But obviously, it looks totally different. Right. And so I've kind of asked myself, like, okay, like, what is important? Like, what are the things that are worth kind of rushing back to? Or like, this new normal that we're in now, obviously, we're going to go back to how it was before, question mark, like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I've had to kind of ask myself, what are the priorities in my life? Like, what I, I think before all of this, both me and my husband, like we, what we weren't good at was creating healthy boundaries for our time mm. and how we were spending our time. Because obviously when you work in the church, um, you know, you work with people a lot and people have needs. And so part of our jobs is to help people and to right. build relationship with people. And so what we would do is we would just completely pack our schedules to the point where we were just exhausted all the time. Um, and it's like, that's not beneficial for anybody. And especially in this season of our life, we're, you know, trying to plan for a family and we're like, you know, we have to get this stuff figured out now before we have kids or else we're going to be crazy people, you know? <laughs> so I think that's definitely one of the biggest lessons I've learned so far is, okay, I really need to adjust my priorities and I need to say no a whole lot more than I've been saying no. <laughs> that is so, that's yeah. so good. So, so good. And I think a lot of people need to hear that too because I know even for me in the industry I'm in, you can you can really you fill your plate up as much as you want or as little right. as you want and it is up to you um, with how you do that. So, yeah, I think sometimes we – we want to just fill, fill, fill and do all of the things, which is really awesome. But um, I like that boundaries and actually pulling back. I think is that's a big theme in this whole quarantine is that we just need to strip back some of the things that we've been filling our time with and filling our lives and schedules with. So I love that you I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. If you're an athlete, a student, work a full-time job or a dancer like me, and you're looking for a healthier alternative to getting that midday energy boost, Verb Energy is a 90-calorie organic green tea bar that provides lasting energy without the coffee shakes. They use exclusively gluten-free vegan ingredients that you could find in your own kitchen. If you're constantly traveling or on the move like me, Verb bars are small enough to stash in your pocket or in your bag for energy on the go. What's super exciting is I have a special offer just for my listeners. I'm sending all of you four free bars in a variety of flavors. Vanilla latte is my personal fave. And all you have to do is cover the shipping. 
So to support my podcast for just 95 cents to cover shipping, go ahead and click the personalized link in the description below or head over to our Instagram at madsoulpodcast for the link in the bio. You will get four free different flavored bars and these delicious healthy bars will leave you feeling ready to tackle the day no matter what is in store. So kind of going off of that, um, I think our whole lives are very much determined by by time and people and what we fill our lives with. And, and that brings me to kind of our topic for today, which is purpose. And I know, I think a lot of people struggle in life with finding purpose. And maybe we, um, we fill it up with different things, whether it's even good things like being healthy or um, writing a book or in the dance industry, you know, we're training as hard as we can. Or for you, maybe it is that kind of that people component where you're talking to people and building those relationships. And all of these things are really, really good and awesome. But um, I think sometimes we can sort of have a skewed idea of what our true purpose is. So Mm. that's why I really wanted you to kind of come on and talk to us and share your heart on that. So my first question for you is, first of all, how would you define purpose? Yeah, so I think purpose, a lot of times it can be um, either accompanied with or it could be seen as the same as passion or like, you know, what you do. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even when you asked me, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I, I've tried to become very intentional about not defining my purpose by my job. Um, yes. and so I think that's so quick, like we're so quick to be like, oh, uh, oh, who am I? Oh, well, I'm a director of communications or, oh, right. I'm a dancer, but there's so many more things that, that you are or that you love. And so, um, yes, pa- pur- purpose and passion come hand in hand, which a lot of times does incorporate our work or our job or whatever. But I mean, at its core, purpose is the reason for why something exists or the reason why something is created. And so for me personally, you know, I have a relationship with Jesus and that is where I've always found my purpose starting at a very young age. Um, And, you know, other people that, you know, they have, they find purpose in, in what they do. But I think it's important to kind of differentiate purpose is, is why we are. And then maybe passion or your job or, or your hobby or whatever, that's what you do, you know? So it's like right. purpose is why we are, why we are here. And then passion is more, you know, what we do or, or what makes our heart beat. And so uh, I think defining passion for me or, or purpose for me has always been that my purpose is that I was created by God Almighty and I, you know, live on this earth to make his name known and to help people know why I love him and why he's such a great God. And so, you know, that that can can happen through so many different avenues, you know. Um, and so to me, that's what purpose is. Purpose is why we are here, what we are created for. And for me personally, that is to live a life that is pleasing to God and um, to help other people experience the love and the freedom of Christ. Wow. So good. And so much packed in that question. So um, props to you for just having that very organized in your head and so just so well articulated. Um, I think 
I think a lot of people probably struggle with that concept because um, as humans, I think we're selfish and, you know, and just our human nature is selfish. So we tend to want that our purpose um, to, like you said, be the things that we are doing and not necessarily um, kind of a bigger purpose behind that purpose, if that makes sense. So I think that um, it is really important to kind of acknowledge that we were created and we all have different gifts and what we do is a huge part of um, of who we are, but that purpose ultimately is, is the why behind what we do. So I love that. Um, you said that from a young age, you've kind of have defined your purpose in that way. So but has there been a time in your life where maybe um, you felt like you didn't have a purpose or maybe you lost track of of the sight of that purpose? Yeah, I think there's several times, you know, if I'm being totally transparent and honest, where, you know what, I'm a human. I'm not perfect. And sometimes situations or circumstances, they really bring you down. They really discourage you and defeat you. And so, I've found myself in that place more than once, but I think a time that I can really kind of separate from the rest as really being um, a time where I did not feel or, or, or I didn't trust anymore that I found my purpose in, in Christ and in being, you know, God breathed and created. And that was after a, a really close friend of mine died in a car accident. And I was 14. And so obviously I was so young and it was just hard for me to understand um, why God would take this away from me, why God would take this person who I love and care about away from me. And at the time I just felt like, wow, my life is so great. My life is so wonderful. And then this incident happened where it just felt like everything was just came shattering down around me. And I was so depressed and I was so defeated. And so I did question my purpose. I did question God and I did question everything. Um, And I think that's okay because I think sometimes we have to experience defeat in order to really understand what our purpose is and believe it. Not just know it, but actually believe, okay, this is my purpose. And and I know why now, um, you know, and my friend who died, he lived an incredible life. Um, he was just one of the most incredible humans I've ever had the privilege of knowing. And so even in that, um, processing that did help me, you know, be like, okay, like there was over like 700 people at his funeral. Like wow. that's, uh, that's a person who made an impact. Right. And so for me, yeah, I went through the season of defeat and depression, but I had, people surrounding me in my life who um, encouraged me and who reminded me of the truth of who God is and the truth of, of who he wants me to be. And that really is what lifted me out of that depression and out of that time where I could appreciate um, what God was trying to do and, and what was going on in my life. And I know that some people haven't had that type of experience with God. Um, but, you know, people are the people are the ones who help influence our purpose. And so if we allow the right people to remind us of that influence and support us, like that's when we'll be able to come out of those defeated moments and say, no, like I remember why I'm here. I remember who I am. And so that to me was huge, was, was the people who were around me and the, the voices that I chose to allow into my life. 
uh, were really what kind of got me out of that time. Preach all of that. <laughs> Just preach. <laughs> um, I lo- Yeah, I could, we could go on and on about the people in your life and, and how they influence um, your decisions. And so I think that's probably something that a lot of people need to hear right now because for those people who are currently maybe in that situation where um, they're kind of in that hole, either, you know, being depressed or feeling just a uh, complete anxiety over a situation, or maybe, you know, they've had a tragic event like your friend passing away in a car accident. So um, I just want to encourage those people, first, first of all, to go back and listen to that 30 seconds again. <laughs> and second of all, um, to really be wise about the people that you are allowing into your life, especially when you're at a vulnerable time. Um, and so I'll ask you this, Kendra, what, what is something that maybe you would go back and tell your younger self in those times, or maybe just even in general, but um, just kind of touch on that and, and what you would tell your younger self about the people that you need to allow in your life? Wow. Um, I, you know, I think... I, oh, I would say a lot to myself if I could, <laughs> but I think, you know, so much of, of, of life, like I said, you almost have to get to those places. So I don't really regret certain things in my life, but if I could have told myself to listen to a certain person or believe a certain thing or whatever, it would probably be, um, that the voices of people who didn't really care about me or didn't know me, or didn't want what's best for me, they are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many times I think we we play the comparison game, or we uh, think that we need to portray ourselves a certain way. And none of that matters. Like, especially in right. high school, like, I think I wasted so much time almost like hiding um, mm-hmm. at school versus just completely being bold about who I was and being like not ashamed that, Hey, this is who I am. This is why I feel I'm here and y'all can deal with it. You know, like, and I wasn't really like that at school. I was like that in other areas or like with friends outside of school. But I think looking back at my younger self, I wish I would have been a little more bold to just be who I was and, not worry about what other people thought because if they don't know me and they don't want what's best for me, I they have no room in my life. I have no capacity or bandwidth for those type of people in my life. And so now I can do that a lot easier because, you know, I understand that more and I'm an adult. And so, you know, you kind of grow into that, I guess. But I think that would be the biggest thing that I would wish I could go back and kind of tell myself. What's up, friends? Listen, are you guys looking for the most comfy, cozy, quarantine getup? Then you need to go check out the brand Made by Living Co. Made by Living Co. is a Southern California-based creative clothing collective. It is affordable, trendy, and the quality is unmatched in all of their handmade products. They have the cutest tie-dye socks, tanks, and I personally have been living in their sweats from their limited edition sweat set box, which also comes with the cutest goodies inside. They use premium, non-toxic, made-to-last dye to make all of your tie-dye dreams come true. In addition, they've made name-brand tie-dye items as well as hand-embroidered tanks and original unique designs. 
And the best part of all is that I have partnered with Made by Live to bring you all an exclusive offer. Click the link in the description or head over to madebylivingco.com and use code MADSOUL15 to receive 15% off your entire order. You can contact them via Instagram at madebylivingco for all of your custom order requests. And of course, go give them a follow, support this sweet small business, and add some comfort and style to your summer wardrobe. Yeah, and and I know that, you know, being a few years younger than you too, that you have been a huge influence in my life in, in that way and just always encouraging me to, you know, um, to remember the people's opinions that do matter and that I we should always be seeking out those people who have the best interest for you. And, you know, and besides that, there's a lot of people who and a lot of voices and a lot of things you're going to hear. And ultimately, um, you have to you have to rely on your true source, which, you know, talking about purpose for us is is God and listening to um to what he has to say because he ultimately has the plan and the purpose for us. And we talk about that on this podcast and we will continue to talk about that. Um, so, you know, we've kind of gone over how others um, play a role in finding your purpose. Um, but what would you say to other people about how they have to find their purpose, if that makes sense? Yeah. I think that we constantly as as humans need to be reflectant reflectant is that a word I don't know maybe I think that's a word <laughs> on you know constantly asking questions constantly seeking mm-hmm. truth and I think that does look different for everybody and some people find truth in other things you know for 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 you and for I, that is God. That is our faith. That is you know our relationship with Jesus. Um, but I think we we have to continually ask ourselves what is important and why is it important? Because when we stop asking ourselves questions, that's when we find ourselves just going through life without purpose. Yep. And when we just kind of go through the motions, like we lose sight of of who we are. We lose sight of the things that really matter. I mean, I think so often you see the, a great example of this in relationships, um, you know, in either boyfriend or girlfriend or husband and wife or whatever, yep. where it's like, oh my gosh, like it's been three years since I've, you know, painted a picture and painting was my passion, right? Like we hear right. those types of stories and it's like, why does that happen? And it's because mm-hmm. I think partly we we lose sight of of analyzing and of constantly wanting to grow and be better because we just settle into what's comfortable. We settle into like, oh well, you know, I have to do this for for my spouse or I have to do this for whoever. And not that those things aren't important, but a lot of times we lose ourselves in that. And um so I think right. just continually asking ourselves those questions or, you know, even in light of some horrific things that have happened in our world in the past, you know, years, decades, whatever, you know, when things happen, we have to ask ourselves, why did this happen? And and what can we do to make it different? And, um, and if we stop asking those questions, we stop growing, we stop evolving into, into a better version of ourselves and as a community. 
So I definitely think, you know, if you don't have a purpose or, or you feel defeated, you have to start there. You have to start asking your questions. How did I get here? <laughs> like, who, who yeah. am I? Who put me here? What's the point of this? What's the point of that? And for me, you know, I've found that that's always brought me back to a creator God. And that's where I've found my hope and my faith. And so if that's you out there, you know, you have to ask questions. And I've found that God is not afraid of my questions. God is not mm-hmm. afraid of my doubt. God is not afraid of um, me calling him out and saying, no, I don't like this or I don't get this. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that's so helpful. And and I think a lot of times, um, at least in my life and for me and the people around me, I think it can be scary, you know, the idea of of you not being in control of um, your purpose in a way. Like, you know, as a dancer, if, if I'm constantly training and I'm constantly going after something and that's how I identify myself, I have control over that. I have control over how many hours I put in. I have control over who I'm talking to and this and that. And I think the idea of a, of a creator, um, when you have that personal, you know, relationship like you and I do with, with our creator, that, it's something that is indescribable and yet a lot of people have such a hard time with it because a it's scary or b it doesn't make sense um so i guess what would you just say to those people who are on sort of their first step to even figuring out um who their ultimate source is of purpose and and how you kind of go after that like what what would you say is your first step and then my kind of second part to that question is how do you not um how do you keep a balance of not letting your identity kind of overthrown your purpose in a sense you know how do you um you know even though maybe health or fitness or you know whatever your job is or communicating things like that that are all good things how do you not let that um kind of come over your ultimate purpose how do you balance that out definitely not easily <laughs> um you know for people who who are looking for that first step i would say again it goes back to asking the question and evaluating am i who i want to be and so good you know like am i really who i want to be and also i think a lie that our culture tells us especially in america is that I should be happy. I deserve mm. this. Or I um, desire this, therefore it should be. And I don't, and that is not, that is not real. That is not realistic. That is not how the rest of the world functions. You know, we are so privileged um, that we can decide if we want to shop at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, or ShopRite. Um, okay, the mom in Africa with her kids is raising goats to provide for her children, you know, like that is not like, no. And so I think to begin with, we have to evaluate where we're at and we have to evaluate, um, because we have so much. And so a lot of times it's easy to not have to think about a purpose or not have to think about these kind of larger questions of life because we have so much, we, we don't need to rely on anybody else, but ourselves. And, um, that can put ourselves in a very selfish and, um, self-seeking kind of mindset. And you see that in so many areas of, of our world and of our culture. Um, and so I think, yeah, for people seeking a purpose, you need to ask yourself the question, is there more, what happens when I die? 
what happens, you know, we have, we have to ask those questions. And then, um, yeah, you know what? It is scary. It is 100% scary. And that's why they call it, call things faith, right? Because faith is something that you don't see, but we don't see the wind, but we know that it's there. We we feel the wind. We know it's a real thing. We don't see gravity, but we know what gravity is. We know that it holds us to the ground, you know? Yeah. So it's these kind of bigger concepts that, you know, we do hide sometimes from them and we do fear the answer because we want to live in ignorance because ignorance is a lot easier because it's kind of that YOLO, like whatever, I'm just going to live my life and whatever right. happens, happens. Like, it's like, no, everything we do affects somebody else and, and mm. it affects us long term. And so it is scary and that's okay because it's worth figuring out and it's worth freedom and and knowing who you are and being able to be that fully and having no regrets in it so yeah yep so good so good I'll listen to that again a hundred times and um one thing that you said that I really liked was that was that it is freedom and I think I think we sometimes prioritize that that happiness in the moment and we're constantly chasing things that we think are going to make us happy um, but one thing about finding your ultimate purpose is, is the joy and the freedom that comes with it admits all of the other hard things. And I think that's something that I've seen a lot in my age group is, is we don't want to go and talk about those hard things. We don't want to go and ask those questions and evaluate because, because it's hard and it's work. Yeah. And, um, instead we want to just kind of try to, look a certain way on social media or chase this idea or this um, this career or try to make this much money a year and, and all of these different things that I think that we think are going to make us happy. But feelings is a lot different um, than faith. And I think when you can just choose to have faith, even in the hard times, even in the difficult things, even when we're quarantined, all of those things, you know, when you can just choose, okay, you know what, today I'm just going to have faith that it's all going to be okay, then that's that joy and that freedom that kind of just, that comes with everything that you've been talking about. It's not, it's not about happiness that only lasts a few moments, but it's that constant joy and that constant freedom of like, it's okay that I'm not I'm enough because I'm not good enough in a way, you know, like because we can rely on a creator. Um, I just think I think that's amazing because people have a kind of a misconception that believing in God and having a creator equals 100 rules, you know, and and then that becomes your purpose in life is just following all these rules and things like that. And so um, I really, really love that that the common theme was just it's freedom, it's grace, it's all of these things that um, are not temporary. So yeah, yeah, that's so, so good. Oh, Kendra, you have been wonderful. Thank <laughs> you so much for um, for being on the podcast today. And, and I always ask my guests um, this question at the end. And that is, does the food that you feed your soul matter? Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Whatever you feed grows. So mm-hmm. and however you want it to look will will change depending on what you feed it. If you eat junk food all day, you're not going to get that six pack. That's for sure. Right. So if you translate that into into your life, um 
what you what you feed into what you allow to be fed into your life it shapes you it molds you and you begin to kind of look like it too you know so if you want to be dreary and sad then listen to sad music and talk about how all the things in your life are horrible you know but if you want to have that joy and you want to um have relationships that are full of growth and then allow that to happen and embrace change when it comes. Don't push it away and ask yourself the hard questions and figure out your purpose and yeah, feed, feed the good things in your life um, and allow the negativity and the bad influences, allow those to not even be a thought, you know, push those to the side and focus on the realness of, of what's around you. And sometimes that is hard and there are negative things you're going to have to deal with. And that's just the reality. But, you know, feed yourself in a way that is, is to, how do I say what I'm trying to say? To be (laughs) able to grow um, into what you want to be. Don't just say, oh, I just need to grow. It's not about just growing. It's about growing into what you want to be. And so that's where, that's where it matters. So much truth, so much wisdom there. Um, Yeah, so good, as always. Kendra, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. I'm so grateful for you and your influence in my life. And I'm, I'm glad that my mad soul community got to hear your heart. Um, you already know this, but I love you so, so, so much. And thank you so much for being on the show. (laughs) Well, thank you. And if I can, I'll just say you are an incredible influencer and I see you feeding yourself in ways that are far beyond your years and maturity. And I think that you are and will continue to be an, an incredible example of what it means to have joy and to do something that matters and to have purpose and to have passion for what you're doing. Um, So I appreciate you and I appreciate all that you're becoming. And I think that you are a force to be reckoned with. So I'm excited to see all that comes out of this podcast and out of everything that you are and everything that you do. So I love you. Stop getting mushy over here. I'm going to kick you (laughs) off. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) I love you very much. Thanks. Love you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Oh, you guys, is Kendra not the best? I am just so grateful for her groundedness in her mind and her heart when it comes to purpose. Those topics are not easy, and she talks about them with such grace and truth. If you guys don't have a friend like Kendra in your life who cheers you on and encourages you, go find one because she is the best. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting my podcast. If you want to find me on social media, my name is Maddie DeSalvatore and follow the podcast at Mad Soul Podcast. Be sure to click that subscribe button to help grow our community of Mad Soul listeners. And of course, until next time, go feed your soul with the things that ignite the passion, purpose, and plan you were created for. Bye, friends.